very close but her allergies caused laryngitis so we're going to take it easy on her but Sandy you pipe in whenever you get these flashes of questions because we have a lot to talk with with uh, Isabel okay so oh, at least hola mi amiga <laughs> Hola, amiga. Oh, they're going to speak Spanish together. That's, uh, I won't know what you're talking about, ladies. <laughs> so I would like to know, Isabel, when I see you flashing by here rapidly, I usually get a hello, <laughs> but where are you off to? What takes you <laughs> all over this place? I'm usually helping a resident that moved in and needs help or just checking an apartment to make sure something was done. We do do a lot of follow-up to make sure um, apartments are 100% ready when somebody moves in. You know, that's a, that's a big job. Uh, before I ask you the next thing, though, there's a picture up on our screens. Tell us where that was, because you look really not in your Holly Creek attire there. <laughs> so that was um, after Christmas. Destiny, my youngest baby girl, <laughs> we went to downtown and we um, looked at the lights and had some hot cocoa down there and it was really cold so I wasn't there for much. But you did the real holiday celebration. I did. So t I heard that Destiny, now tell us about that because I think there are people here that remember who Destiny is. She's someone special to you. She is. She's my little girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was here about a year, wasn't she? She was. Um, and right now she's doing bookkeeping. She's going to school to a community college called Cross Purpose. It's a nonprofit organization, um, and it's run by donators. So the way they do is they do pay Destiny, I think, like $50 a week to go to school, and they have to um, get a job in the field that they're um, studying for. Well, that's really a great uh, plan for students. It I is. I not heard it. Is that located in Denver? She goes to a school, um, what is it called, um, Inglewood? Oh, and uh, then they have a Denver location, and they're opening two more locations this well, good year. Good for her. So you must give her the greetings from Holly Creek, because there are people here that enjoy her tremendously i will and she does uh, miss most of the residents oh almost all the residents so let me rephrase that <laughs> well, there are so many new ones that have come in that you've helped with us tell us a little bit about your family who is in your household right now i have um three kids so angel is my oldest he's 22 destiny i mean juan excuse me he's 20 and I will be a grandma next month. Uh, so my <laughs> that's exciting. My twenty-year-old son w is having a baby. Oh. And then Destiny, and then we have um, three dogs. You have a busy place. So I have a busy home still. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and your parents, 
where are they? So my parents live in Mexico. They're here for the holidays, but they will be returning on Thursday. That's been nice for you to have them. It has. I haven't cooked since they've been here, so oh. my cooking starts on Thursday. <laughs> you miss them. <laughs> You're a busy person. Tell us a little bit about what your um, your history with Holly Creek has been, because I uh, there have been times when you've been here we haven't seen you much in the residential area. So um, this year was my 10th anniversary here at Holly Creek. It has been a tremendous blessing for my kids and I. Um, I started as a RSA in Timber, so taking care of people when they were there for rehab and um, long term. What does RSA stand for? Resident Service. So it's like a universal worker. That's okay. what it stands okay. for. Um, so you're able to... Like, we would get people up, get them dressed, help them with showers, feed them. Um, it's a CNA job. Okay. That was your first Holly Creek job. It was. And then? So then I went to assisted living, and I worked as a RSA, too, with my QMAP. So I was able to pass medication to the residents in assisted living. <coughs> Excuse me. Then after that... Um, I took the staffing and central supply position, so I was doing scheduling for the nurses and the CNAs. Well, Sandy, did you know what Q, what's that, Q? QMAP. No, no, no. QMAP. It, it has to do with giving medicines? It's a certificate, so you're qualified to give medication and assisted living. And what is your training for that? You just is It's it a one-day class. A one-day class. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of terms, a lot of hard words to learn. It is. Very confusing. So I'm sorry I interrupted you. So you were in the, after that you were in the supply, central supply? So it was staffing and central supply, so I ordered um, the, the supplies for the suites too. Okay. And then after that, um, I took the admissions coordinator position in the suites, so I would make sure the suites were filled, and I did that for a year. And then after that, it's when they wanted to open the new clinic. They didn't have somebody for the clinic, so I took the clinic position, and that's where I met most of my independent living friends. Well, we were glad to see you here, and that knowing that the clinic was going to open. So when I left the clinic, there was probably 50 patients that they were seeing. I'm sure they have like 80 now. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good news. That's very good news. Well, your, all your various jobs have made you a very valuable marketing person. Thank you. How it's it's my pleasure. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> well, she says she likes to keep busy because she doesn't like to get bored, and she certainly is not bored. <laughs> I she does keep busy. Absolutely. <laughs> no time for that. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so your title now is? The Move-In Coordinator. Is that fun? It is. It's Are super fun. Are people frustrated when you meet them? Yeah, I think they feel lonely and lost a little when I meet them. But then I tell them, hey, I'm your friend here. Let me know what I could help. That's a really great attitude. And so when they ask you things over and over and not sure where things are, you take care of them. 
I do. Um, and I also have support from hospitality. Um, most of the residents are really nice here and jump in and help too when they see somebody struggling. So I think they could get the community feel when they move into Holly Creek. Now, do many of them use that service of the, the they place the furniture before they're here? Oh, uh, to, they, they move Handle with Care? Is that what it's called? The moving com company? Uh, Some uh, of them do. I've seen other residents use, like family members. That goes well, too, sometimes. Mm -hmm. There was a recent new resident I spoke to who said it was wonderful because when I went into my apartment, everything was right there, and they had uh, felt relieved. Yes, it, I think, I always tell them, just let them do their work, step back, and then come in and you'll, you'll have a different feel. Because if you try to control everything, then you're, you get a little frustrated. <laughs> the mountain of boxes. <laughs> yes. And the couch has to really be on the other wall. <laughs> so what do you do then? Well, how about picture hanging? Does maintenance still do that? Yes. Um, so every resident with the life plan contract, they get two hours of picture hanging or maintenance work. Okay. So either one. Or, or do you get two? Two hours. Including that would yes. be okay. That's a, that's like a good deal to have. Um, now this life care plan. What tell us about that? So that's the contract that um, every resident signs when they first move in. Um, it just it ensures them that we will take care of them till the end of their life. So let's say somebody runs out of money, the company pays for them to continue living here at Holly Creek. But in order to be able to sign that contract, you have to qualify financially and um, be in an independent living status. So of the marketing team, now who takes care of what? So Angie Cedillo is our director of sales and marketing. Um, Marilyn Berry is um, our sales counselor. And then I'm the move-in coordinator. But that doesn't mean that only one person does a job. We work together, all three of us, and pitch in when somebody needs help. So you could each do each other's jobs. Yes. And when you don't have someone to tour around or talk with, what do you do? So that's a little rare <laughs> for us not to have. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but um, we also do like, I do moving packets. I print out all the contracts. Um, I do everybody's file once they move in. So I make sure we're in compliance because we do get audited once a year from the state to make sure we have all the paperwork that we need. So there is times I am chasing new residents like, hey, I need a copy of your driver license. Oh. Or I didn't realize about the auditing. Yes. Is that a surprise or is that planned? No, it's usually they come in August every year. Okay. And so they go through our files and make sure we do have everything since we do have. Mm -hmm. Since we do have the life plan contract, we have to make sure we have all the proper paperwork. So when, when people ask you, um, oh, my, my TV's not working, my phone's not working, what, what kind of help? You, is, are you there to do that for them? Most of the time I can. Um, 
If not, then I will page maintenance and they will go help. So when it's a move-in, it's a little, it's kind of like a priority for them to make sure the TV's working. And, um, and the telephones. That's the one thing that I hear all the time, that the telephones don't work. So telephones, I work with IT for that. So I do assign a new phone number with every move that moves in. And usually if you see me running around with an old phone, oh. that I'm checking a phone. <laughs> <laughs> that It's hard to get rid of some of those old things. <laughs> yes, mine is really, really, really old. <laughs> so when a person needs to move from... Um, independent well how how is that presented or how is that evaluated so Heidi has a wait list for assisted living there is residents that get added to the wait list without needing the assistance at this time but if they could feel like something's not going on right they will talk to Heidi and she puts them on a wait list and then how are the families contacted, or how do you keep in, in touch with the families of the residents? So every resident that does move in has an emergency form, and we do have, like, um, POA paperwork or stuff like that, and that's, why, and that's how we know who to contact. Some residents are able to still do their decisions. Mm -hmm. Some have family members that does it. Is there some kind of counseling or talking with these people to make it an easy transition? Uh, maybe it's something that is needed and it feels good. But sometimes families recommend things or, and it may not be what the resident Must is ready for. So Heidi's the one that does those conversations. Heidi does mm -hmm. that. She'd be good to talk to. Yes, she's great. I worked with her in assisted living, so... <laughs> That's right, because she came from when, now I'm trying to so think of that person. She's the one that makes the final decision as to whether a person moves into assisted living. I don't mean assisted, uh, independent. independent living. Oh, uh, well, it's not only her. Um, also, Brian is the one that approves our applications. So everybody <coughs> does do an application. Um, Angie signs off on it and also... Michelle signs off on those applications, but we do get an approval from the CEO of the company. So it's it's a group of people working together to get somebody in the community. Well, you've had a long history here, and <laughs> I think I've been around. You have been <laughs> around. <I> do. <laughs> Has every place that you've gone been a little more exciting? Well, like you say, you have to be busy. Um, so have you found that every move that you've made is just, oh, this is fun, <laughs> or, gee, I wish I could stay a little longer where I was. <laughs> no, how do you, how have you felt between these different positions? I don't regret any move that I've done. I think um, I've had fun in each position and learned what I needed to learn from them each time. But I could say that being the move-in coordinator has been one of the funnest positions I've had here at Holly Creek. I it's can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been kind of cumulative. But now when you, um, you see people from the very beginning of their experience in Holly Creek, when you were upstairs and assisted or 
in Timbers or wherever, you, you had not known them as independent residents. There's quite a difference. You kind of wish sometimes that you knew people at their best. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. Some sometimes people get there, and it's we don't really know who they have been and what they've done. No, and uh, that's so true. Um, but I think too, as being in like assisted living and skilled nursing, um, you still get to know them at the level that they are at that time. So they do do a lot of trainings with. Um, the CNAs and Timbers and assisted living. We have a mentor program, oh and I was one of those. I was a mentor tell too. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so when a new CNA is hired, um, they get partnered up with the mentor for three shifts, and then the mentor signs off and sends the paperwork. So they have to go through a list of stuff like how to do hand wash, how to do a bath, how to do a shower, how to feed, like that kind of stuff. And your mentor was? Junior. Junior was my mentor. We've heard so much, right, oh, Sandy? Junior is wonderful. <laughs> you got to know him. Oh, you I have because I visited friends over in assisted living mm -hmm. Timbers. And, and he's usually in, in Timbers, it seems. Yes, that's where yeah. he works. Well, well sometime we'll I have love to, to talk see him and have a he'll come and give me a big too. hug, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing they were doing back then, I don't know if they still do it, was an empathy training. Oh, I so they heard would it. do an empathy training with the sales team. Um, our, us as mentors would do that training, so we would have people cover their um, eyes or have like headbands that said like I can't hear. And then somebody would talk to them, and then they wouldn't react. The other thing we would do is, like, people would have beans in their socks, so they would have to walk like that so they could feel what, what our residents feel. No way. We had people <laughs> in tears in those trainings. Oh. Well, that's amazing. So CLC is a great place to be. <laughs> uh, more and more. I, we've always loved it, but more and more I'm hearing how this background is just... I don't know if many people. I've never heard of that before. I don't think um, either. They, they were doing that back then, like I said. Um, and since I was kind of one of the, the mentors that always gave ideas, and I was like, okay, why don't we do this? Or if they needed help with some kind of a training, they would call me. So some of these are your creations. I the I pants and the shoes. No, no, <laughs> they had that already had in that? place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They had that in place. Does that mimic neuropathy? Yes. And then also you would wear like big gloves and try to eat like cereal. It was really, really like, it really impact people. Like they would put goggles with Vaseline on. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I think it was Pat, um, the vice president of, op um, I don't know what her title is either, because she's been jumping around too. <laughs> well, the more you've had experience firsthand, you can see some of those needs. Uh, not too many people have been able to see all those points of view. Yeah. It's fabulous. It's, like I said, it's been a blessing um, to my kids and to me, because I, I have been a single parent for... Destiny was... I was pregnant with Destiny when I became a single parent, so 
and she's an adult. So it's been a she's long time. She's 18 now. Yeah. She's 18. Destiny. Yeah. I don't know how I did it, but I did. Thank God. Well, <laughs> I have to say I admire you greatly for that. Thank you. Uh, Isabel, it's not an easy road. It's it not, but I think I, like, you grow as you go. Well, you can't learn all the experiences our children give us. Oh, I know. From the <laughs> beginning, so you do. That's exactly right. You take each situation and you have to handle it mm-hmm. in the best way you can. And I also have great friends here at Holly Creek. So I, I feel like Holly Creek is my second family with residents and co-workers. We're, we have a great team here. Yeah, you know, it it's so t- it works the other way around too. I think the people here really have good people depend to depend upon. The staff is is just caring, very caring. That's what interested. impressed me when I saw Holly Creek was the staff. Yeah. Number one, and then I talked to some residents, and they seem so warm, so genuine. You know, so real. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's true. I, I think it's, I don't know that I've really talked to people that have not felt this is their home. Well, I want all the residents to know that it. Um, a lot of us being, like having our wait list going and stuff is our residents. Because when we walk and do a tour, everybody's super nice and they could feel that warm community um, home instead of just a place to live, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So I want to every resident to know that without them, we wouldn't be successful as we are. Well, I know um, at, from time to time, um, the marketing <coughs> has brought some of the visitors like into Needles and Threads, and, and we've had a chance to just have a little bit of interaction between us, and it's always nice to see and tell them there's a lot of happy people doing good things here. Yeah, so with the wait list, talking about yes. activities and stuff like that, with, when somebody joins the wait list, they give $2,000 down. Um, we do mail them a calendar each month if that's their desire with all of our activities. So they're able to come and join us to any of our activities. And also they get a little punch card um, for 12 lunches really? free. So that's how people get. (laughs) 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 So is that, excuse me, something new? I don't know. So I know they've done it since I started doing this position. Uh Uh-huh. That's a great idea because, you know, you can hear all kinds of things, but really experiencing them is a selling point. Yes, it is. And we we do do phone calls and keep in touch with them. And so sometimes I do call them and let them know, hey, I just want you, I want to remind you of your waitlist um, benefits that you have. Come and see us and spend some time with the residents. So then do you take any special notation as to what their interests are? We do. There's a special event here that they might be interested in. Yes, so we have a, we use a database called Inquire. Hmm. And when we meet with somebody, we do notes. So if Angie needs to meet with them, she's able to go back and look at the notes. And that way, so we could be like, oh, we yes. how did your trip go? And sometimes they're like, oh, how do they I remember? Do remember. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, 
great thing to and have. And the hospitality committee helps you a lot. Oh, yes. New, new residents. I couldn't do it without them either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy, you know that well. You had three oh, years, didn't you? Four years. Four I years. I enjoyed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for branching off <laughs> and being with us. Nice to be here oh, in, spite, in spite of my It's a blessing for you, but I'm I'm happy that Sandy still helps with the hospitality, even though she's not on it. Well, <laughs> she's not going to turn that off because that's not who she is. <laughs> oh, I know. I like new people. Mm -hmm. People fascinate me. Yeah, and we've heard such good things. Speaking of wait list, <coughs> do you have any idea what what, what is an average time for so I could say we constantly work with 10 people. Our wait list is probably 173. The last time I looked at it, I haven't looked at it since um, I sent the Christmas cards. Uh-huh. So, but I could, um, they let us know like, hey, I'm ready. Or, you know, I want to be on the wait list, but don't, I don't want to move two years or I want a cottage or I want a magnolia. That's so how that works. So they looking for a certain model mm -hmm. of what they want. And, and then there's other people that they're just like, oh, I just want to get in there. And then, so some do move into a one bedroom, but they stay on the wait list for a bigger apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, have Has anyone waited longer than what, two years? What Do you have people waiting that long? For the magnolias, maybe. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And for the cottages. And how about for the vistas? Does that Those are the magnolias. Oh, Sorry, I should have said the vistas. Uh -huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. And there's several magnolia. There is now, aren't there? six in each floor, and there's three floors, so there's 18 magnolias. So 18 apartments in the vistas. We have 198 independent living apartments. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. And the most popular, what would you say? Well, it depends on if it's a couple or a single person. Yeah, well, we have different plans. So, like I said, sometimes people move into something smaller, and then once they're here, they get settled, and they're like, no way, I'm not moving. I'm not going through that again. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> used to it. But then there's others that are like, hey, when is my two-bedroom going to open? And we're like, we're keeping an eye. <laughs> <laughs> that downsizing problem takes some people a long time some are i'm pretty sure thankful for a little bit of a longer wait because it it usually takes longer to downsize your big home i think about it every day sometimes i'm like oh my god i have to go through my basement because <laughs> i don't want to give my kids that headache <laughs> well i think that's the one very good reason to make this move is to lighten up the load for your family Yes. And it feels good, really. It does. To not have but so much. But people always have to move into independent living first. Yes. They independent living level. They can't move into assisted living. They. It's odd when they can. We first offer apartments to independent living residents. But if nobody's ready for assisted living, we could offer it to the outside people. So people that don't live at Holly Creek. But the only thing with that is if they need skilled nursing, they're unable to move into our Timbers neighborhood because those spots are for our, our residents that are in independent living. It's hard to understand at first, but it's good to hear that information because we lose it 
sometimes. So if somebody moves into assisted living that's not on our life plan contract, but then in the future they need um, skilled nursing, they have to move out. And what, what do you know about the cottages as far as uh, how many are occupied by the Holly Creek? We own 31 of the cottages. 31 mm -hmm. out of? 50. Out of 50. It's been growing a lot, hasn't it? It has. Um, is that a goal? It is. Um, they want to own all 50, so we're getting there. <laughs> well, it, it takes a few years, you know, for people to be in the right situations to do that. And sometimes people move from the cottages, you know, if they've lost a spouse. Mm -hmm. They'll move <coughs> into one of the main buildings, the south building or the north building. I have several friends who have moved over to the main buildings. And they feel pretty good about that because maybe it's time then for them to have... And they know everybody. They already feel it's home. Yeah, that's... that's so they have friends here. I think safety-wise, too, some residents are like, oh, wow, I can't. You know, especially in the winter, the roads get really bad. And to go back and forth for lunch or dinner, that's the biggest challenge. It would be. Mm -hmm. really so they're nice, but I think whatever you, you're happy with, everybody has different meaning of happiness. <laughs> and you are so kind to know that and appreciate that <laughs> with all the different people that you meet. So, Isabel, thank you very much for representing your marketing part of Holly Creek. We have a great team, so I, it's my pleasure to always say Holly Creek is a blessing to everybody. So, <laughs> Muchas gracias. De nada, amiga. Well, we will meet others of your uh, team in the future. And... Um, as we see you going from place to place, I know you always say hello, but you are busy people. I am, and I hope I always give you guys a smile. When I don't, you stop do. me. You <laughs> do. And thanks so much for being You're here. You're welcome. Adios. 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 <laughs> so long. Okay.